It is such a delight, such a comfort, such a blessing to dwell upon the unparalleled and unassailable supremacy of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. The letter to the Hebrews does that throughout. It begins with that wonderful chapter in which the writer draws together threads from other portions of Scripture to weave together a tapestry that sets forth the unparalleled and unassailable excellence of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. In verses 10 to 12, he quotes from Psalm 102 when he says of the Son, You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment. Like a cloak you will fold them up, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will not fail. Perhaps you have an old garment, one of those threadbare things, worn thin by the passage of time and by hard usage. And you know what it is to take that, you fold it up, and it almost folds into nothingness in your hands. It's so frail, it's uh, ready to be put away for good. God, in the beginning, laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens were the work of his hands. Here is a, a reminder of what John tells us in the opening verses of his gospel, where he tells us that all things were made through the Son. It is he who has established all of these things, and though they will perish, he will remain. This world is growing threadbare. It's becoming worn out. It is shortly going to be folded up like an old garment, and everything will be changed. That is a wonderful prospect, not just because this world needs that refreshing, that recreating power, not just because we long to see the remaking of all things, but because of him who does it, because he is the same and his years will not fail. What's wonderful about this is that the same God who made all things is going to remake all things, that the same son who established the entire creation is going to return he is going to fold up what is worn out and he is going to make it all new because he is the same and he will ever be the same. There's a counterpoint here, not just the wonder of the new creation, but the wonder of the creator himself. The creator is unchanged and unchanging. This world is fading and it is passing. But God has not changed. The Son is the same yesterday, today and forever. He is still in control of the world that he made. He is still governing and guiding all things. He still has his hand firmly upon the tiller and is steering everything toward its appointed end. His heart is unchanged. His purposes are unchanged. His uh, desires and delights in his people are unchanged. He is not going to overlook us. He is not going to forget us. He is no mere creature, this saviour of ours, but he is the eternal God who has come into the world in order to save us from our sins. We need to understand the supremacy of our saviour. We need to remember that though he became man, 
yet he is, always was, and remains true God. We need to appreciate the greatness of his being. We need to understand that there are no rivals to him. We need to see him as the great unchanging Lord whose years will not fail. And that is our confidence. When so much else is failing, when this world is passing away, it is the God who was at the beginning, the God who reigns over all, the God who will be there at the end of time, at the end of our history, when this world is folded up and changed entirely, growing old now like a garment. But there is an ageless God who is from everlasting to everlasting. And that God is our saviour. And in him we have confidence and in him we trust. In him we rest as the unchanging and unfailing God of our salvation.